Tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. All magic comes with a price. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Storybrooke Weekly Mirror in Hyperion Heights, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series. Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Wednesday, December 20th, 2017, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Arruz. During this podcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the latest in Once Upon a Time news, casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Please welcome my co-host, Katie. Hi guys, hope you're doing well today. All right, Katie. I know that you have a uh, sleigh filled with spoilers. And we're going to yes, get into it. exactly. Yes, <laughs> but before we get into a thorough recap of the latest Once Upon a Time news and spoilers, here's our announcer with a few special announcements. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasters discussing some of your favorite television shows. Visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts for a complete list of all the podcasts that we produce. You will get up-to-date information on whether the podcast is currently releasing new episodes or if it's on hiatus. You will also be able to click a link to either take you to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download the podcast. To binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasts, visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts. Would you like to be one of the podcasters on this podcast discussing your favorite television show? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. We are always looking for new voices to add to our collection of podcasts. To become a co-host you must be at least 18 years old. You must be comfortable sharing your opinions. And you must be comfortable using Skype. There's no podcast experience required. So if you think you have what it takes to be a Poppy Chula Radio on-air personality, email talent at poppychularadio.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This is a Poppy Chula Radio special announcement. PoppyChuloRadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence, and we're looking for your help. If you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series, please visit GoFundMe.com slash Radio and help us with our campaign. Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement.
We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. Thanks, announcer. It's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time. This is an official spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Check out our official Facebook Like page by visiting facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. And you can visit my site at storybrookmirror.tumblr.com. And make sure you keep up with both of our sites uh, through the hiatus because there will more than likely be some fun stuff coming out in the next several months. So, um, we have a few things to go over. Uh, mainly some interviews. Actually, TV Line did an exclusive, um, I think it was sometime last week, um, where they came out with the first still from the um, mid-season premiere, which, by the way, we do have an official date for that. The mid-season premiere will be happening on March 2nd, 2018, um, with the 11th episode titled Secret Garden. So make sure you put that on your calendar, March 2nd. Um, and getting into the article, TV Line um, came out with the, the first still, of course. And the still looks like, I don't know what room, it's in some new location. It kind of looked like Mr. Gold's shop to me, but it's not. Um, so it's like a dark setting that they're in, inside some that, shop. Could um, that place where uh, Goffle took Anastasia? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Possibly. We don't know what it's called. Yeah, no. So, maybe. Who knows? Goffle Shop. In the f- Goffle Shop. There you go. It'll be <laughs> instead of Gold's Goffle Shop. Breakfast Goffle Breakfast <laughs> uh, So, the characters featured in the photo are Hook, and he is in his pirate gear. So it's Hook and his pirate Gary. We have Selena, and I think she's in some fairy tale land clothing as well. And then we have Selena's daughter Robin, and she, interestingly enough, looks like she's in some school uniform. Okay, um, so maybe it's not the, that place then. So maybe it's yeah, uh, What do you I don't call know. it? Um, maybe it's Gothel's lair in uh, the magical forest. Possibly. Because, I mean, that would make... Because when I first looked at this, I thought it was from Hyperion Heights because of Robin's clothing. But maybe not. Maybe because why would Hook and Selena be in their magical forest clothing? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. So, um... In the article, they said, as for the school blazer that was that is sported by Robin, she is not attending Hogwarts. And Eddie kind of put in a little quip and said, unless Disney bought Warner Brothers, which could have happened, we don't know. I haven't looked at Deadline in the last 10 minutes. But she does appear to be practicing some witchery. So that looks like that will be coming up for Robin. Um, and then talking about the picture in general, um... There's also, I should mention this too, because they're going to talk about this. There is a crystal ball in the for, the forefront, in the foreground of the picture. Um, and here's what they had to say about that. Once co-creator Eddie Kitsis, meanwhile, had this to share about the scene, which features, among other things, a crystal ball in the foreground. 
That room has no windows and no doors and only one way out. All of the stretching room from Disney's Haunted Mansion attraction. And Eddie said that is a clue for real. So keep that in mind. Um, so that I was like kind it. of the first And he teaser. quoted uh, yeah. some lines from the Haunted Mansion, so that's awesome. Yes, exactly. So um, that is for the 11th episode, the mid-season premiere, Secret Garden, that was written by Eddie and Adam. So um, that is coming up. And then just a few little filming spoilers that we got for the 14th episode. Actually, this isn't kind of little. This has kind of opened up a lot of discussion for people online. Um, The first scenes that we saw being filmed are Regina and Dr. Facilier filming a scene. And this is an interesting scene because they are holding hands and they look like they're romantically involved with each other. So... This kind of comes up out of nowhere because it's in Hyperion Heights. And what's the episode called? It's called The Girl in the Tower. And this is only like four episodes away. So that's interesting. All right. So I -hmm. saw the images as well. And I got a little excited because a long time ago, before I was shipping Regina with Dracula, (laughs) <laughs> I did randomly say Regina and Dr. Facilier. Did this you? is when I believe I did, because this was when Regina was still kind of evilish. So okay. I was like, you know, maybe she'll get yeah. it with the villain. Mm, but that's true. What if that is Zelina's fiance? You know what? I kind of had the same thought. Although, but then why would Regina be... Regina is supposed to get a love interest. And she I wouldn't is. mind it if it's Dr. Facilier, especially if, uh, you know, since she is a reformed villain, if she reforms him. Mm-hmm. I That's wouldn't true. mind that. I just don't want a love triangle with the sisters. I know, and I, I mean, I feel like if that... But you know what? Actually, coming up in an interview that we're going to talk about, that kind of contradicts... Um, Zelina's fiance being Dr. Facilier. Oh, okay. So, well, that's good. So then that's, we dodged a bullet. <laughs> or they dodged a bullet, I should say. Um, that's going to be interesting because. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't believe. That doesn't mean that he hasn't filmed, but we haven't seen yeah. Dr. Facilier out and about until exactly. this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they're holding so, hands, either that's their meet cute, or maybe there was some, there were some like indoor Ronnie's bar scenes I with Facilier. So, because to me, the they seemed like they had known each other, like they know each other. Not it wasn't, it doesn't seem like a hand holding, I just met you sort of thing. Or so maybe in the past, while she's in the magical forest, she met Facilier and. Mm. They started something, or there was a little like light oh. flirtation. That could that could be. I'm so confused by the name of the episode because the I girl know, in the tower, doesn't... unless it's metaphorical, like that's Rapunzel, yeah. and we've already seen Rapunzel's story. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of confused. I'm really confused. So I guess we'll see. But interestingly also to note is that Zelina was also in that scene I think she might walk up to them 
I'm not really sure, but she is filming with them. And it appears that she talks with, with Regina. So that was the biggest scene filmed lately that people have been really talking about and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, otherwise, to note, um, Regina, Selena, Lucy, and Robin also filmed at some point for this episode as they were all seen in um, Instagram posts and stuff like that. So that's pretty much all we got for that. Um, so we'll kind of switch over to the going over the postmortems. Um, there were a lot of them posted by TV Line, by EW, by Hollywood Reporter. Um, a ton, a ton of people posted them. So make sure you check them out because there's a lot of information. We're just going to go over some of the highlights. So Hollywood Reporter posted um, a big article. And this is where we'll talk about Zelina's fiance. So they kind of... Um, talked about um, what is going to regard him like who is he stuff like that so here's what they had to say Adam said what that cursed life is and was becomes very important and something that Selena has to wrestle with in a serious way the fiance is a real thing she really does have one and we really will be exploring that in the second half of the season it is someone from the real world, and that is the only thing we haven't done. We've had people that we thought were from the real world, but turned out to be flying monkeys. Mm-hmm. One of the things, yes, exactly. One of the things we're going to see is she's going to be having this conflicting attitude. She's never had a cursed persona, so there's Kelly, and then there's Lena, and then there's this person. And how do you tell somebody that you were once the Wicked Witch? There's a whole mess of emotional problems that lay ahead for her. So, that contradicts the theory that um, Dr. Facilier is her fiance. So, I guess we don't have we don't have a love triangle coming up, which is okay, a good thing. Okay, perfect. I like that. Yeah. I approve of that much more. And I yes. do like the idea that it's a like real world land uh, mm-hmm. without magic person. Just because yeah, it's going to be interesting if they do go that route like you know if Mm -hmm. she's going to put her heart on the line and if she's going to confess you know this crazy thing like will they go along with it will they start to believe Mm -hmm. and uh will this person end up joining her journey her quest and that kind of thing exactly so be interesting to see what happens there um, okay, so moving on a little bit, they kind of got into talking about the Coven, coven. coven. <laughs> of the Eight. <laughs> I can't say that word. The Coven of the Eight. And here is what they have to say about it. Eddie said, we're going to see some witches from Disney lore. And at the same time, I think we're seeing that Mother Gothel believes in drawing strength from numbers. So whatever dastardly plan she has for the second half of the season, she's forming a gang so we will definitely be seeing which is from disney lore and specifically um they said in an interview i think this one is with um this one is a tv line interview and they said you know who is going to fill out the coven of the eight they said you never know what we will say is there is a giant curveball that we will see thrown into the assembling of the coven of eight everyone will go into thinking it's just going to be gothel assembling it and creating a plan and there's a huge curveball that comes into it that hopefully 
surprises people. Um, and then getting a little bit... I don't bit, even know what that means. I know. It's very confusing. But um, getting into who exactly will fill it out, EW did an interview with them, and they revealed in that interview that we will be seeing someone in episode 11, which is a reference we've never done before, which is from the Haunted Mansion. So one of the witches will be from the Haunted Mansion. So I think everyone's been kind of saying Madame Leota. Yes, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense to me. That would be awesome. I hope that we get some obscure witches, like Mad Madam Mim from The Sword Mm -hmm. and the Stone. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Madam Medusa, even though she really wasn't a witch, but they could make her into a witch. Mama Odie from The Princess and the Frog, even though she wasn't a bad witch, but, you know, they could easily change that if they're gonna maybe reform Dr. Facilier and uh, make him into a love interest for Regina. Why can't Mama Odie be evil? Yeah, exactly. So, I guess we'll see. I mean, I think it's opening up a lot of possibilities to bring in a lot of people or a lot of witches from Disney lore, which is exciting um, for them to go places, I guess, that we haven't gone in a while. Yeah. Or or we haven't gone to at all. I hope that they don't go back into the well and, uh, you know, pull out (laughs) Maleficent or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Let's see some meh. different people. Unless they do sort of redeem the character of Maleficent. Not as, not necessarily the Maleficent that we know, but like, you know, make Maleficent like really bad and evil. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So guess we'll see. Um, I will say EW also revealed in their interview that the witches are all in Hyperion Heights. So we will be meeting them in the second half of this season. So there's that. To look forward to. So, getting into Robin and Alice. Um, this was in TV Lines interview. Gonna double check. Nope, this was in the Hollywood Reporter's interview. They said that we're going to see how Robin and Alice meet, fall in love, and end up at the point that we saw them in the midseason finale. She is definitely coming back. There is a lot of Robin to look forward to. Also, in an interview by um, TV Guide, they revealed that there is a curse counterpart for Robin the same way that Tilly is Alice's new identity. Horowitz and Kitsis have described her cursed identity as a bit of a free spirit, desperate to wander the world with only the pack on her back. We will meet Robin's cursed identity and that meet cute is very similar, an echo of their fairy tale. So, that is coming up for them. Um, we also, in an interview or a postmortem done by TV Line, they revealed, um, you know, what are Zelina and Regina going to do to help break the curse without Henry or Lucy being hurt or killed in the process? Because, you know, they kind of have to look for a third way. So what they had to say is that one of the things we're excited about is seeing that the two sisters work together in a way we haven't really seen before. They're going to have to find that third way, hopefully. Toward that goal, they're going to have to attack it on two fronts. Immediately, you're going to see in the spring premiere that they're faced with a very large decision, as far as Lucy's life hanging in the balance. That is going to come first, and at the same time, they have to figure out a way to save Henry's heart. They're also in a land without magic, so we really tried to make it as hard as possible for them to figure out a third way. So, 
I think it's going to be really interesting. I always... And I mean, I love Zelina and Regina's dynamic, especially now that they're both reformed and they work together now. So it's going to be a, interesting in a different way to see how they their dynamic is with them working together yeah, without, totally. you know, hesitant, you know, without like Zelina being forced to do it or anything like that. Um, kind of like in Camelot when. They weren't really working together. I mean, they were. They were. They had to work together, but Zelina didn't want to. She was yeah. annoyed. So no. yeah, that's true. And I think mm-hmm. the filming spoiler that you announced a few minutes ago kind mm-hmm. of gave us a taste that Lucy is fine, at least by episode yes. fourteen. Yes, exactly. And um, actually, in the same interview with TV line, they did say that we are going to see some operation save Henry in action in the second half of the season with Regina and Lucy. So they, Lucy will be fine. So they'll be working together, obviously to figure out how to save Henry because Lucy believes in everything. So it'll be easy for Regina and her to team up and work together to figure out a way to save Henry as well. Yeah, I wouldn't so, be surprised if Regina actually tells Lucy exactly what's going on yeah, at some point very yeah. soon. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. We can't break the curse, but we're trying to figure out a way to, like, go around this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I think that that's definitely going to happen. So that's kind of fun. Something to look forward to. And then the last kind of highlight of the articles that I will mention is, that, you know, they asked... Why did Mother Gothel put all of Drizella's magic into Anastasia? Like, what is her goal here? Um, And they said that as far as what she has in mind, that is going to be revealed and is going to directly affect the happiness and the happy ending of another character. Gothel is targeting someone very specifically for a very specific reason. There may be a showdown coming. So, in a lot of the um, articles talked about this specifically that Gothel does have someone specific in mind that she is targeting and targeting their happy ending specifically so it'll be interesting to figure out what that's about yeah who do you think why it she is? had to gather like I have no idea because I mean like it has to be something really important that she like had to like get together this coven of the eight and all of this and like put all the magic in Anastasia I mean... Wait, what if... I feel like... I know I keep on bringing him into the picture, just because, like I've Mm -hmm. said this before, and I'll say it again. It seems as if this realm, it's based on the Cinderella story, the Rapunzel story, and the Princess and the Frog story. So Dr. Facilier, besides being a love interest, has to be a main part of something. And I know in the past I've said, well, maybe he teams up with Mother Gothel. Mm-hmm. What if, what if, what if he stole something from Mother Gothel or this or that or the other, they get into a fight, and she's the one that trapped him betwe- between realms? You weren't here for oh. that Princess and the Frog flashback episode, but what we learned in that episode mm-hmm. was the fact that Facilier was trapped between two worlds, and that Ruby that was in uh, yeah. the metal or something helped free him. Mm-hmm. So, what if there's, like, this vendetta type of thing between both of them, between Facilier and Gothel? I don't want them to have, like, romantic type of stuff. Oh. 
just because, you know, yeah. if Regina's getting a love interest, like, I, I, you know, I just, I don't want it to be complicated, mm-hmm. because then it turns messy, yeah, and, and that mean, kind of thing. We kind of went sort of there with Gothel and Hook. I mean, like, not in a good way, but, I don't know, I just feel like it'd be too much to do the love interest thing. Exactly, so that's why I hope it's see- more, like... Like, you know, just villains, uh, maybe that were trying to procure something, or, you know, one stabbed the other one in the back, and that kind of thing, and that's why they have some sort of, like, anger, and, uh, you know, some sort of just hatred for one another, and maybe, maybe she trapped him, and maybe that's who she's trying to ruin, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, and I mean, I kind of think it would be nice to have a dynamic with to like a male and a female villain that i mean doesn't include any romance at all mm-hmm. so i feel like we tend to have a lot of dynamics that are romantic so i think it'd be kind of cool to just make it not romantic totally. so i guess we'll see but it'll be interesting i agree i agree yeah it's gonna be fun i just feel like they yeah. have to incorporate him in some way shape or form yeah, they really do. So, uh, yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun to see. So, um, I guess that's kind of everything that um, that was. I mean, that was like the the highlights of all the interviews. There's definitely more um, that you might be interested in reading. So definitely try to check all of those out. Um, find them, hunt them down, and read them because they did come out with a lot of postmortem articles. Um, so the last, the last thing we'll go over before we end is the ratings. We did get the initial ratings for the Eighth Witch, the mid-season finale, and they came in steady with the previous episode with an 0.5 in the demographics and slipped very slightly to 2.5. 34 million viewers so we're remaining steady so that's good i'm gonna cross our fingers that when we come back in march we stay steady so we will see join us in 2018 for a brand new installment of storybook weekly mirror just a reminder we will be releasing special spoiler editions of storybook weekly mirror during the hiatus we will return whenever new news and spoilers are announced. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. My co-host, Katie, please wish the listeners a good night and happy holidays.
Yes, good night, guys, and have very happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in. Good night and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Have a very Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho.